0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at LifeChurchUK.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today a foretaste of glory divine is the title of this devotion you know god gives us experiences in this lifetime that are foretaste of what awaits us in glory in second corinthians chapter 12 the apostle paul talked about how he was caught up into heaven, into the third heaven and saw and heard things that he was not able to share in this natural realm. And most people think that that is what happened when he was stoned and dragged out of the city and left for dead, but then was awakened by God and went on. You read it in the book of Acts and that at that time is when he had that experience with heaven, people think. But anyway, that's That is an assumption. But, you know, all of us, when we go through things in life, experiences. I know that we were in the hospital when Virginia had given birth to our daughter Gabriella, and she was in intensive care. And as I've shared with you before, she lived 11 days and then went to be with Jesus, which was a phenomenal experience of glory. And the foretaste of what we had during that time and, and tell you the truth it was a marked time in our lives it of course had some incredible pains in it and so forth but what we experienced with god we were in this one hospital went f- to different hospitals if we uh, without telling you the whole story otherwise it takes too much time but we were in this one hospital and <clears throat> there was this lady that came to take care of Virginia during the night because she had just had a C-section, as a cesarean. And that lady must have been in a really dark moment in her life, bless her. We were both so tender. We were both so full of love of God and sweet. And, and I was with her nonstop and, and, uh, and, When that lady finished her shift in the morning at 7 o'clock and left the room and bless her, she'd worked 12 hours. I mean, I I find it amazing that these people work so long. But when she left, Virginia looked at me with tears in her eyes and she said to me, Honey, it's so dark. It's so dark. I can't see anything. And when her pain came into my consciousness, The spirit in me groaned, the spirit in me groaned. I don't know how else to express it. It's not anger, it's a different nature. It's the character of his suffering for our sorrows. And I felt that suffering of Christ for our sorrows. And I said, Satan, how dare you be in this room? You have no part in this, leave. And pop, the heavens opened right there. And Virginia got the revelation. I mean, and she said, Oh, how holy the heavens are open? And I see the promise. I see the promise. I see the promise. She saw the multitudes of saints standing before the throne, worshiping the Father and the Lamb. And she saw it and she said, wow. And God spoke to her and said to her, ask, what do you want? And she said, Lord, Give us the new generation for your kingdom and glory. She didn't ask for Gabriella. She asked us, she asked the Lord for the generation that was to be born in that time. And Virginia went into a marked time of visitation for many, many months, where she would have a prayer meeting three days a week here to church, and glory and glory came, and they were praying for the new generation. and For these last 25 years, she has kept that weekly going, that prayer meeting, praying for the new generation. And every time she does, this glory comes, this glory comes. And there's many other stories I can tell of what happened during those days. I myself had a phenomenal experience with the Lord Jesus Christ and and so forth. And it was a marked time where we had a foretaste of glory divine. And God gives these in our lifetime. Sometimes you only get one, but it's enough. One is enough. One little experience is enough. In 1987, I was driving home from a meeting praising Jesus for giving me the ability to speak by His Spirit. I mean, weeping and worshiping with gratitude because I was so new to it. I'd never experienced these powers of His kingdom because I'd always been spiritually dead, religious, but spiritually dead. I was not inwardly born again. I would be moved emotionally, but never came to conversion until Christ truly came to live in my heart and I was converted. And now I was taken the powers of the age to come and the living word and all these things that Hebrews chapter 6 talks about. And I was worshiping and worshiping and the heaven opened to me and I saw myself walking into heaven. And as I was walking in heaven, the light that was coming from heaven was like wind, it was alive. And it went right in me and through me. And I was just in awe. And then I looked and I saw multitudes in the darkness here and multitudes in the darkness there. And I began to weep and I said, no, Jesus, no, Jesus, I don't want to go to heaven alone. And that's what called me into ministry. Now we are, how many years later? 43 years, 44 years later that I've been preaching since 1978. And and we are a little bit down the road. And just last year, this precious, sweet friend of mine in the Lord was moved by the Holy Spirit to pray for me. He's a young man. And he said, Pastor, I was praying and the Lord gave me these thoughts for you. And he said that he was so grateful for you that you have become an open door to the heavenly life. And for 43 years, I had not heard anything in the spirit about that vision. And now all of a sudden, the Lord brought it back to me. I tell you, the moment He gave me that word was a moment that I was going through a real crushing and I was really wounded by some of the circumstances and broken by it. And then the Lord comes into that brokenness and reminds me and shows me what He meant by what I saw. I never understood it, that I would become a door through which people could experience the truth about God. Like Jesus said, I am the door. In John chapter 10, verse 9, whoever comes by me finds eternal life. And that we are to be an open door for people. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verse 20, I'm standing at the door of your life. Open to me and I will come into you and you will experience me and I you and you partake of me and all of these wonderful powers. Oh, dear friends, how the Lord wants you to understand and appreciate what it means to have a foretaste of glory divine. Now, now, what I want to really get to in this devotion is this, and I'm going to read to you here from Isaiah 40. All these things that we get to experience in this life are transistory. And I'm going to show you what I mean. They're just like a little foretaste of what awaits us. It is to remind us to keep our eyes on the author and finisher of our faith. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Who looked to the joy that was set before men endured the cross despised the shame and sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high. Look to him, lest you become weary and your soul faint through the circumstances of this life. You see, the Christian life and the Christian church is weak in its ability to communicate the powers of the kingdom of God when it doesn't have a heavenly vision, when it doesn't enjoy the glory that's set before it. But when the church, like the early church, had such a great joy about the joy set before them that they were able able to endure martyrship and grew stronger less instead of weaker. And we need that in these last days. So let me read to you here. Isaiah 40, starting at verse 5. And the glory majesty and splendor of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. A voice says, cry, prophesy. And I said, what shall I cry? The voice answered, proclaim, all flesh is as frail as grass and all that makes it attractive, it's kindness. Its goodwill, its mercy from God, its glory and comeliness, however good, is transistory, like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely all people are like grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. And. It is so important because the world in its deception gives you that utopia mindset. When I become rich, when I achieve this, when, and, and you can have that kind of mindset that you think that you, your utopia is down here, but you see that is deception. Our joy is in the presence of our loving Heavenly Father, where Jesus is seated at His right hand. Therefore, He says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. Oh, that, I would love to unpack these thoughts because they're so amazing and beautiful. But friends, God does give you foretaste of glory divine down here through his love in you, through his spirit in you, through His presence in you, through His life-giving Word in you, through all these blessings that make you attractive, that make you sweet to be around, that make you wonderful, that make you so rich and so fortunate and happy and to be envied. However, it's all but transistory because this that can be seen is temporary 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and will fade away. But that which is eternal is waiting for us with increasing measure or weight of glory, drawing our hearts upward to the throne, drawing our minds upward, causing us to press on, as Paul here would say. Look what he says here in Philippians chapter 3. He says... Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on. That I may lay a hold of that for which Christ Jesus also laid a hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the price of the opportunity. word call of God in Christ Jesus. Peter, and I'll close with that, also says the same thing here. Oh, this is so powerful what Peter, the fisherman, the mighty fisherman of God says. Listen, he says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to the abundant, to his abundant mercy... Has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. You who are being kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. And in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to the praise. Your faith may be found to the praise, honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus, whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, you believe. You rejoice with joy inexpressible, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Peter was a man who had some amazing uh, foretaste of glory divine. When he, in Matthew 13 and in Luke 9, it speaks about when he was together with John and James on the Mount of Transfiguration and saw the glory of God in Jesus, his face shining with the glory of God. And he had this phenomenal experience, which was a foretaste of glory divine. But he gladly laid off this earthly life and his task was complete and entered into his reward of that for which he had a foretaste. That foretaste is like somebody giving you a little taste of something and you get thirsty for it, hungry for it. And you say, I can't wait until I can have what I've tasted. It is so delightful. It's so glorious. It's so wonderful. I can't wait. You see why we get a foretaste of glory divine, So that our hearts are set on the reward and we look towards the Lord and know that what He has awaiting for us will all be ours in that day when He receives us to Himself. Amen. Have a good day.